the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. My name is Ron Cabuno. Thank you very much for tuning in, as always. It's November 16th. How y'all doing? Jeez, is it cold enough for you? I know, I know. It's really cliche, but it never gets old. I'm starting to think I'm going to have to figure out a way to start snowbirding a lot earlier in life. Well, there certainly was a lot in the news since the last time we talked. I think the Browns played a game. I don't know. We could just forget about that. All kinds of interesting stuff in the news right now. Obviously, a huge uproar over the classes, courses, and curriculum that YSU is cutting. There was a huge online interview posted by Bertram D'Souza, and it was a little lengthy but quite informative if you're looking for the answers and justifications as to why the courses that are being cut did get cut. I know it's not satisfactory answers for a lot of people from a lot of different constituencies, but this is belt-tightening time when you saw an 8% decrease in enrollment with probably more to come. You definitely have to figure out what is worth keeping. Totally understand the argument that maybe athletics shouldn't have an increase in their payroll given the financial situation of the university. Totally, uh, totally understandable. But they're going to have to figure that out and people are going to have to be held to account as to why those numbers did go up. Obviously, there are a lot of people around the country on pins and needles because the jury is out on deliberations in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. All I can say is that I hope either way the decision leads to absolutely no more violence or bloodshed. Last thing we need. Plenty of extremely smart individuals giving their opinions on that issue. I like the take that um, really seems to make the most sense of all, especially given the fact that Wisconsin's laws certainly do carve out many exceptions for self-defense, for carrying firearms, and they even threw out the underage gun charge against him. So if you're looking for a conviction here, it might be tough to get. But the point I'm making is that even if you don't believe that he is guilty, this man is no martyr. This man is no poster boy for the cause. What he did was absolutely reckless, and it cost people's lives. And it certainly didn't help to quell the violence. It only instigated more. And actions like his do so time and time again. So if you're sitting out there saying that you understand and sympathize with his reasonings as to going to another city with a gun to protect someone else's property, that should just be based on the principality of it. Because in reality, it was a terribly reckless and dangerous decision. And the fallout continues in the Travis Scott Astro World tragedy. And this is going to lead me to my main story for the day. I was seeing, somehow or another, a Fox News story came up in... Uh, maybe Google News Feed or something like that. And while most places are talking about how Travis Scott is being sued for negligence and looking into whether or not he can be held accountable for these people's deaths, the Fox News article I read pertaining to the situation basically talked about Kylie Jenner the whole time. And I'm wondering to myself, what is going on? How can this possibly be the story? And then my wife says to me, well, you know, they're going to be pro-Travis Scott because they're pro-Kylie, because Kim is pro-Trump. And I was like, holy crap, that's probably right. And it's disgusting. I mean, that is absolutely sickening from a journalistic integrity standpoint. And so, of course, that got me to thinking once again, what does the Fox News audience even 
get to hear. What side of the story are they hearing? How much of the real details are being left out? Or what kind of narrative of American life are the viewers and readers of Fox being taught? So, allow me to go down the Fox News timeline as I saw it on Sunday afternoon. And you tell me if this seems like responsible journalism. So at the very top, they have a picture of John Kerry looking completely at a loss for words, saying that he got sent up to the COP26 climate conference to defend a last-minute change by the Biden administration. And then the subheadings are basically Greta Thunberg thinks that climate conferences are blah, 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 which she probably does because she's very progressive and would like to see much more action being taken by the world powers and not enough is being done. But the way that Fox couches it means this thing is pointless. We don't need to do it at all. The next subheadline, of course, is Hannity colon Biden goes to Baltimore to bow at the altar of climate change. Essentially, bringing back that globalist notion that we are a weaker country than ever with Biden at the helm and we're doing the bidding of nothing but foreign powers. Not that if we were doing our best, we would be leading the world in this push. Then a little headline about how the Pentagon says China and climate change are equally important national security threats. Essentially what they want to do is have the readers say, can you believe these liberals thinking that a little bit of extra rain is just as bad as communist China? You know that's what they're doing. And if we're going to have a Cold War with China that lasts 10 to 20 years, we're probably going to see much more deleterious effects on our nation through climate change than we would through a stalemate with China. And lastly, it says Jeff Bezos commits $2 billion during climate change conference he flew to on a private jet, saying that essentially these rich people are basically just being performative in their pledges. You know what? That might be true, but that money is needed. And I'm not going to defend his need to be there because I'm sure he could have found a very large screen that would have projected his image to the conference hall. But maybe there was another private jet trip somewhere in the country that didn't need to happen, even more so than one of the richest men on the planet going to show that he wants to be part of the effort to help clean up the Earth's pollution problem. Fox News is trying to belittle the attempt to combat climate change at every step because that's what the loudest and dumbest amongst their viewers wants. Case in point, the very next story on their website is basically a World Star video of some suspects filling cars with stolen goods outside a store. Now, I completely understand that the news is there to inform you, and if this is an actual event, then it happened, and I guess you deserve to know. But people have been stealing stuff all over the country for, well, ever. But it's up to news organizations to decide how important that is. The fact that they put it as the number two story at that time means they think that it is really important for you to feel afraid. And that crime is at an all-time high. As we know, murders and violent crimes have gone up. But if you're talking about petty theft and things of that nature, those have been going way down for a long time. But they just want to lump them all in together. This place is a hellhole, going to hell in a handbasket. Gotta take it back by any means necessary. And then, of course, there is an advertisement for some kibasi right before you get to the Dan Bongino article where he confronts a BLM activist over threats of riots and fires and if you saw this which I unfortunately did because I clicked through it it makes me sick it's just one more thing where they try to get someone on there 
trap them with a gotcha question and throw some more red meat to the viewers. But this guy actually just walked off set halfway through the interview, and I commend him. Then there was a little bit about how Antifa radicals confront anti-jab protesters near New York City mayor's home. Gotta bring the Antifa in there because they're such a huge threat to our society. I see them everywhere, don't you? So many more black armbands around town than red hats. Then a story about how the Queen was injured. A story about Taylor Swift. And a story about an NFL linebacker. If that doesn't tell you who the Fox viewing audience is and what they're interested in, I don't know what does. They can only hold their attention long enough to talk about half of a real problem, climate change. And then it's right on to some crime porn before moving right into race wars and football and celebrity relationships. What a bunch of morons. Then, of course, you round it out with an advertisement for Big Buck Hunter a write-up on the pretty good Saturday Night Live sketch showing the fake Ted Cruz trying to shield kids from woke culture. I definitely recommend that one, so they got that right. An opinion piece on how Jesse Waters predicts Joe Biden will be one of the worst presidents of all time. Because since Donald Trump actually was one of the worst ever, we have to say the same thing about the guy who beat him out. I think you see where this is going. Essentially, Fox shields its audience from the broader realities and truths of life and wants them to focus in on the ones that make them totally the angriest or gives them a rager. I say this only because, by comparison, at the same time, CNN was showing much different headlines. Now, I won't go into what, let's say, Reuters or the AP were showing at the same time because those people are actual, reputable, news-only organizations which is fantastic. That's where you should be getting your news. But cable news, like Fox and CNN, always have to be telling a tale. So on CNN, of course, they want to let you know what Donald Trump said to Chris Christie while he was hospitalized, and the real reason why inflation is going up, which probably has very little to do with Joe Biden's spending as far as they're concerned. No advertisements for Kabasi, but there were some for the best gadgets of 2021 and some refi. Both channels did feature the Big Bird segment, of course. And then CNN has a bunch of stuff about COVID vaccines. Seems like they were covering a lot more news at this given point in time. Quite a bit less sensational. Quite a bit more informative. We gotta figure it out. We've gotta figure out how to get more real facts into the hands of people. And if it's not gonna happen at the national level, it's gotta happen somewhere at the local level. And I know people with really deep pockets want to start having even more undue outsized influence on the news at the local level. So we need to keep our eyes open for any type of encroaching influence and also keep an open mind to finding real solutions that would work in our communities. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Public forums seem like the best way to go. Canfield had a public forum to discuss the diversity in the city and how they might be able to increase it going forward. It didn't seem like it got really heated, because it's not exactly the most hot-button issue in the world, but it's a race relations issue. Even if only 1% of the city is black, it's still something that could get heated, but didn't. People sounded like they were really respectful, and I commend whoever put it on for at least addressing the issue. I hope to see more of that kind of stuff going forward. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody, and... 
We will see you guys on the next episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Mm-hmm.